which staggering stories have a message, quite a serious message actually. Um, our friend Jean uh, at the moment is in the hospital and doctors are looking at her breasts. She went in with an ingrowing toenail, but the NHS is nothing if not thorough. Listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Stangering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Heath. I'm Adam. I'm Stephen. He's back. And I, yes, I am so full of snot, he looks like a Mountain Dew. I am. I have a cold about those, but the flub. That's because he got he got kissed a lot by our grandson, who was snotty himself, so. It happens. I shall endeavour to cough away from the microphone, but... So you're going to cough at Steve? I'm going to cough at Steve. I'm going to infect <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> but uh, I apologise if I don't Adam at the moment is on his knees in front of the cardboard Karen Gillan. I'll just leave that. Worshipping her. <laughs> what Worshipping. you Shouldn't that be the other way round? Oh, he's claiming that his tablet was over there. Anyway, without further ado, interesting medical examinations besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Wars news. Kenobi preparing for streaming, like Keith's nose. Could Ewan McGregor be persuaded to have sand up his robes for a few months to bring us a live-action Ben Kenobi TV series? If rumours are to be believed, then Disney Plus may be carving off a few dollars from its money mountain mm-hmm. to persuade McGregor to do just that. Mm-hmm. After the success of Rogue One, it was at one time believed that Disney stroke Lucasfilm was prepping other spin-off films, particularly ones focusing on Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was all before Solo, colon, a Star Wars story lost money at the box office and also before the Disney Plus streaming service was conceived, probably during some dark occult ritual in their (laughs) gold vaults. Since then, we've had two Disney Plus Star Wars live action series confirmed, one starring Rogue One's... That says staring. I mean, how am I meant to read this? (laughs) (laughs) I can't even spell it correctly. One starring Rogue One's Cassian Andor and the other suspiciously featuring a Mandalorian. Could that one be an evolution of the scrapped Fett movie? If so, it seems that the Kenobi film might be receiving a similar film to TV Transplant. Nothing is known for sure at this stage, but it seems all but certain it will be placed between episodes three and four and feature the creepy old man spying on a little blonde boy. I Sorry, I still think you should have a musical sting after the word solo. Dramatic chords. Event Horizon, preparing for streaming? After the recent joint successes of Good Omens and The Boys, Amazon is casting its BDI over the 1997 sci-fi horror film Event Horizon, scheming to turn the story into a streaming TV series. According to Variety, Adam Wingard, no relation to Peter, uh, is set to executive produce and direct the series. Wingard has previously worked on the likes of Your Next, The Guest and Netflix Death Note. He also helmed next year's oversized monster flick Godzilla vs. Kong. 
Larry Gordon, no relation to Flash, is, an, is another of the executive producers, but he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so we can't really tell you anything <laughs> about that man of mystery. Perhaps he's really a sock puppet, we just don't know. And we also don't know anything about the potential TV series yet. All we can do is tell you about, a bit about the 1997 film. It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson and written by Philip Eisner. The eponymous Event Horizon was a spacecraft that vanished while testing an experimental gravity propulsion drive. Sean Pertwee, Jason Isaacs, Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne and chums are sent to investigate. Hilarious horror ensues. I've only just realised that Adam Wingard does not play Ian Beale on EastEnders. That's Adam Woodyatt. Yeah, I know. I got, I got okay. it in my I was thinking it was a really odd choice for a director because <laughs> I don't think he's ever directed before. Well, no. <laughs> well, perhaps he's burgeoning, you know. What, straight in with this? Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, aim, aim high. Come on, Ian Beale, you can do it. <laughs> oh, did I, you say you're Phil Mitchell? I did. Oh, oh, shut up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about this one because um, um, I'm not sure how they can spin it off into a, a yeah, TV because series. The film ended with how oh, um, oh, what's the face's daughter? Someone help him! Waving <laughs> his finger. That's I don't it. know I've one of the characters survived, but yeah. it was Natasha Richardson. Yeah. It was uh, a, it was a self-contained little film. That's they're probably going to spin it out. They did a similar thing with what was that other series I had recently, where it was an entire season of them trying to get somewhere and on a spacecraft. No, it's lost in space. No, <laughs> there were some horrific things going on. A telepath on board. Oh, was this uh, Nightwing? Yeah, yeah. It was the. Uh, I was going to say next gen. I hadn't seen that, and I believe that was a series of books rather right. than just a book. I think it's probably oh, half a book. It was also R.R. Uh, uh, Martin. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, George Martin. Big George. Yeah. Big, yeah. big big George. The actual Event Horizon movie finished with a um, rescue ship turning up, to, you know, turning up to the Event Horizon. Well, turning and, uh, up to what was left of the Event Horizon. Mm, that's true, they yeah. Oh, that's right, because half of it went into, the um, pod. went into the portal. That's yeah. It. I'm sure there's ways to extend it out. Mm, yeah, yeah, but... spoiling it, it for ended me. up with Jolie Richardson, yeah, Richardson well, this, going bananas. This is it. There have been ways of extending things out. Look at Highlander and look how successful those series of films are so keith doesn't think it's going to be any good adam's holding out hope <laughs> hmm. no i mean Never know. the original premise of event horizon was uh very, yeah, very interesting a spaceship with an, an experimental gravity drive that takes them straight to hell I mean, it's, all... it's uh cosmic horror very much in the vein of uh doom uh, no cthulhu <laughs> okay Ooh. and uh hp H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. The Lovecraft series. So it's, it's cosmic horror things that okay. man should so not know. you could do with that. Yeah. For the premise of the one film, I mean, they have to keep going in there. They have to keep going beyond activating the drive and going beyond and bringing well, back bug, ugly let's, buggies. Let's see what they do. So, I mean, yeah. they did it in Primeval. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Again, I know. That was fun. Was a cutter, yeah. where's, where's, where's fake crumbly when you need her? Whether Sam Neill will be in the new series or not sort of remains to be seen because the last thing I saw him in was uh, Peter Rabbit playing uh, Farmer McGregor. Was it? Was he Mr. McGregor? Mm, yeah. He's not a farmer. He's just Mr. McGregor. All right, Mr. McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> and getting a carrot almost stuck down you know, sort of the back that's, of his trousers. The yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Right. I have an addendum. Oh, what yeah. is your Lay addendum? It on us. There's going to be a Doctor Who Children in Need special oh, because yeah, pictures have emerged. Hang on. Of hang on. Hang on. He might want to stick his finger. What, what are your feelings on Children in Need special? special? I don't think it matters too much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pictures have emerged of Young Witaka mm-hmm. and Mandeep Gill. Mm-hmm. Standing on some stairs with David Tennant, <gasps> or someone to the side can be seen hugging a pudsy bear. Ooh. Ooh. The identification of who is hugging the pudsy bear <laughs> is unknown. Mm. Mm. So, is he in 
costume? None of them were. And uh, if they uh, were in costume, it was bloody weird costume. <laughs> <laughs> They're in disguise. They're naked, naked, really. The doctor herself had bright yellow kicker trainers on and <laughs> Nothing sp- else. they looked like pajamas. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure they're extremely fashionable what she was wearing, but it looked like pajamas to me. Was she wearing a pudsy onesie? So mm, children in need special. Well, see, up. although they had one last year and it wasn't really anything to write home. It wasn't mm. actually a It wasn't a scene. story, it was, it was just a, a little event. Yeah, yeah but this yeah. one's got David Tennant in it with Butaka. Potentially. It could just be them being themselves. Yeah, on potentially. Set. They're incapable of being themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Any more addendums? I have an addendum. Ooh, Go on, then. What's your addendum? It's, it's a shame Scott still isn't with us or is, isn't yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Netflix are doing a backdoor pilot for <laughs> He-Man and the oh. Masters of the Universe oh. via oh, their Lord. She-Ra cartoon. Oh, oh dear. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He-Man. <laughs> The opposite way round to the original. Then. The opposite way round to the original. And um, remember what Scott was like for He-Man. He did like oh, He-Man for some strange reason. <laughs> yes, he had, a, had an affinity. For Speaking him. of He-Man, yeah. follow at Grumpy Skeletor on Twitter. He's awesome. <laughs> he, he is a bit rude, but then he's skeletal. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he is very good value on Twitter. Mm, no, as I say, it's all, He-Man's been all ruined for me ever since a series of um, price comparison yeah. website commercials. <laughs> <laughs> By the power of Grayskull! Why was he loading all those bananas into his car? Yeah. Potassium. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Any more addendums? Nope. Nope. I'm a little dimmed out. Do share your news with us. You may have got a new puppy. You oh. may have just painted the store room single-handedly, like me. I offered to help. Yes, you but you get to... in the way and do it wrong. But we would love to hear from you. So please write to us at show at staggeringstories.net. We have been watching The Dark Crystal. Blah, blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah. no, you need to introduce it better than that. You mm. say, we've been watching films. Yeah. Can you guess what? You know, Bring it out. Drag it out. <laughs> use, your, use your enthusiasm. Okay. We've been watch, watching more Henson-esque stuff uh, back in the, 1980. Yeah. A bit of Dark Crystal with crystals and skexies and other stuff and a lot Mystics. of mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> so yes we've been watching films of films. the dark crystal we'll pause for music begin yeah go yeah. for it gird your loins i didn't see this when it came out it was 1986 wasn't it 82. see you thought it was 82 as well yeah, yeah. i thought it was 86 I, i'm willing to admit i'm wrong yeah 82, 82. i've got the uh, wikipedia page up yep yeah, same really 82 then an, no, an argument we had was a bit some um, discussion. A discussion. <laughs> we don't argue. Anyway, I still, even though it came out in 92, 82, oh, I still didn't see this, which is probably for the best because it may have changed the course of my life uh, because right. I hated it that much. <laughs> it was essentially Star Wars stroke Return of the Jedi all the way through it with a bit of E.T. chucked in at the end. It was rubbish <laughs> i really i didn't care i wanted the skexies things to eat the gelflings <laughs> just to end the film i didn't like anything about I it i do wow. remember sitting there watching it and when the chamberlain was introduced mm. Mm. that annoyed 
That's going to get all my remembered about the film. Well, they that because, quite frankly, they all looked exactly the same, and that was the only way you could tell it was him. Oh, it was rubbish. I was all ready to sort of hand back my geek stroke nerd card for having not watched this, but now I believe firmly I have a guardian angel who said no. Watch V. You'll like that better. You'll like V. So, so yeah. what was she doing yesterday? Today? Yeah, today she, she was laughing at me. <laughs> today she was going, yeah, you're 50 years old, love. I ain't helping you no more. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yes, less than enthusiastic. Okay, I don't remember it at all either. Oh, that's for the Hard best. I believe I didn't see it on uh, rental, though. Yeah, but you'd have been 82, you'd have been 7, 8? I would have been uh, 8. 8, yeah. Roughly, depending when it came out. Probably didn't come out on tape until 83, 84, yeah. so that's probably about 10-ish. And at 10, it. you can still block out traumatic events? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you think of it? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> to begin. Uh, somebody who I won't mention said it, they didn't understand the plot. Tim, too complicated. Tim, there was no plot. There was nothing to understand. If you've seen Star Wars: The Return of the Jedi and ET, you've got the plot. Well, though, to be fair, this did predate Return of the Jedi. We now discovered. Yeah, this was actually out before. Was it Jedi. actually because that scene where his master disappeared and died? That was exactly the same. Hmm. They, it was even yeah. posed the same as Luke and bloody Yoda. Yeah, no, that was. This no, that was, was before that. First. Hmm. Uh, I think it's actually more like Lord of the Rings. No, Lord of the Rings was good. <laughs> in terms of the plot, as it, as it was. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. had uh, MacGuffin, girl, which in this case wasn't a ring, it was a crystal. The girlflings mm. on the you had a, quest as well. A little quest mm. across the land. Yeah. With the little hobbits. Yeah, they're, Girl, they're, they're girlflings. They look like they're uh, more like elves, but mm. they served purpose of hobbits. Mm-hmm. You had What's-Her-Face, Ogre, who was essentially Ian McKellen. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, the serial numbers filed off. But what did you... Th- did you like it? It was okay. If I didn't watch it back in the time, it's probably because I... I wasn't so interested in fantasy. Even more so. I wanted, I wanted yeah. spaceships. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably still true today. Although I am impressed by the looks of it. Yeah, that would be the one but thing, is the looks of it and the production it, for, uh, the, for the time. To my mind, Jim, yeah. Jim Henson's yeah, creature To my mind, it has two problems with the looks of it. Yes, they are wonderful, it's beautifully crafted, it's yeah. in-depth, but it takes too long to show you these things. Hmm. How do you mean? It's a case of look at the landscape we've crafted. So the camera slowly pans down it and you've got these things taking off or the ground reaches up and bites something or you've got the breathing bit but it doesn't actually help progress the story it slows down the story i didn't mind that so much because yeah the look of it was fantastic and the more it was panning around and doing things like that the less i had to bother with the The characters (laughs) but to, to my mind it was star trek enterprise we have that long, wonderful shot when we first see the Enterprise again in the film. Mm. Oh, the motion picture. The, yeah, the motion picture that grinds the story to an almost stop mm. as we spend five minutes drive, flying around the ship. It's very clear. In fact, they say so in the, the making ofs. They started off with the world. Yeah. They created the world, the characters. Yeah. You had this guy, uh, Brian Froud, yeah. who created the looks of the creatures. And that all came first. And then Jim Henson and... Frank Goss the directors yeah. I can't remember they wrote it but they, they're the ones who came up with the story based on, on the imagery yeah. and you, you can tell that yeah. they are more interested in the world than they are yes the uh, that's probably that's, why the story was so weak that is mm. that is the problem is that we're more involved in what we can see visually which mm. I admit is glorious mm. 
but doesn't actually help progress the story any. It's only a 90 minute so... That was the, yeah, that's the trouble. 90 minute it, to me, it seemed like a two-hour. It really, really did. A three-hour. That's the trouble. It, it was slow and it dragged. Okay, I'll admit, even, even Steven, as what much... did you think? Right, so... I like Dark Crystal, um, as most of you probably know. I'm a fan of Jim Henson and the Muppets and stuff, so I love that kind of stuff. And I love practical effects and all those kind of movies, and I have a love appreciation for them because I know how much work goes into them behind the scenes. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Even yeah. I would admit, even though I chose this as one for us to watch. Um, <laughs> oh, you're and that's getting rid of Darren. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. It is, in places, it feels like it's longer than it is. Because yeah. um, I remember the first time I watched it, because I hadn't seen it yet, so I, this was several years back, I was like, I haven't seen Dark Crystal yet. How have I not seen it yet? I've seen Labyrinth. <laughs> How have I not seen Dark Crystal? So I, was like, I watched it, and I remember I fell asleep because it was like that long, and obviously <laughs> yeah. you lose concentration when stuff gets that long. Watched it back again yesterday with my cousin for the first time, and he enjoyed it. Like yeah, he hadn't seen it before, and he really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it myself as well. Now, one thing I put forward to you guys: Do we think that with this new prequel series coming out, that it might help benefit that film because it's going to have more backstory and yeah. it's set before mm, the movie? Yeah, it's so it might yeah. explain the backstory of yeah. those characters mm. more for us. Yeah, but we yeah. had that whole issue with Star Wars. You had Episode Four, and then right, this is the backstory that will one, two, and three that will lead up to it, and they they were worse. <laughs> you know, Star Wars was awesome. This mm. was was not awesome. <laughs> no. And I don't even if I know about. I mean, we know a bit about the Gelflings and yeah. their people being wiped out. It was all shown to us. Yeah. So a pre-story will be done a lot better than that was. Mm. But yeah. then I would just be annoyed because I'd have been attached to the people people in the pre-piece and then i'll be left with this god-awful film (laughs) (laughs) after they've all gone it might help explain who some of these people are particularly the mystics and the skexis or whatever Mm. they're called yeah apart from one or two of them you don't really get any sense of who they are oh there's no character development for any of them i mean when when one of the skexis died and the mystics are walking very slowly across the land and one of them disappears they all just went hmm and carry yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought that was a clever idea the way that the, the, they were the linked they were linked yeah. and all the hints that they were yeah. one, one and the same one in the end one um, well, one it was, gets hurt or something exactly, wasn't it, it was, yeah, just, it was obvious then, from the beginning they said it in that, that silly rhyme at the beginning and when yeah. what's his name Jen yeah. when he yeah. went and found the ogre woman yeah. And she bag. had this bag with all the sh- the shards mm. in. Why didn't you just take the whole bag with him? Yeah, you know, he's tipped tip them out, going, "Oh my god, I've got to find which shard it is. How will I have it? Just take the damn bag with you and try them one at a time." It's like having a bunch of keys and have, throwing all the other keys away because you can only have one. <laughs> this, this film really annoyed me, and this was the first I'm day sorry. of our holiday this week, and we spent the morning watching this. You young man. Are on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbly, what did you think we of the dog? did not hear from as Stephen. Is, I mean, there were scenes, you know, as you say, that were very slow and almost incomprehensible. I would say, if you want a film that features Jim Henson's Creature Workshop, I'd, I'd watch Labyrinth you know, yes. any day. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, we should do that at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is the first time I've watched this, I think, since... It was uh, at the cinema. I don't think I've seen it since. Wow. I do have distant memories of enjoying it more when it was at the cinema. 
Yeah, but you were 15, 16. Yeah. It's different age. Yeah. 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 Exactly. In fact, it feels slow to us now. You wouldn't necessarily have done, done then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Star Wars New Hope is very slow by today's standards. Yeah, back then, it was back, amazing. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. 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 So I, I'm willing to acknowledge the pace of the various films mm. and the attitude of various films have changed. I, mm. I do actually owe the film an apology. Oh. Mm-hmm. There is one bit in it that was wonderful. Oh, yeah. And that was the little fluffy thing that, quite frankly, yeah. quite frankly, was our cat... In fizz gig form, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Loki. Yeah, yeah. He was he was kind of cool. I liked him. I love that when he first appears, he's like mouth wide open and screaming and attacking. What, what we and then thought? Suddenly oh, that's Loki. Adorable. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly adorable. That is Loki. That is yeah. our cat. And then you have the mouth open again with far too many teeth. Yeah. yeah. I thought the the Garth him is it the armored. Uh, oh, the beetle type. They, they were really yeah. Yeah. clever the way they. they I, I seem and... to remember at the time them and a couple of the other puppets. Mm-hmm. Appearing on Wogan. Oh, oh really? Okay. okay. I do. See it was them. filmed in Elstree. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. filmed in this country. In but Elstree. again, with the the Star Wars comparison, the um the things that they rode on, the, which were obviously guys in suits on stilts. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Lance Yeah. 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 Well, well, I've just caught up a picture of Fizgig. I say it's got too many teeth for it. Yeah, now. <laughs> make him make him completely black. And that's Loki. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got something I did clock yesterday when I was watching it, and yeah. I thought I'd actually bring up. It's quite appropriate to bring up to you guys. Oh, yeah. When we first... Ogre, wasn't it? The lady who was the scientist. Yep. When we first go into her house or something and you have, like, the big satellites and stuff going around... That was really cool, wasn't it? TARDIS. Was it really? No, there wasn't a TARDIS. But I said this to Gary as I watched it, my cousin. Literally, as I watched that scene and then she's walking around and Jin's walking around, I was like, oh my God, this is actually like, it's a TARDIS scene where the companion's seeing the TARDIS for the first time and she's the doctor. (laughs) And he was like, oh my God, you're right, it is. I do like when she's looking, the appropriate ducking when a planet is just, you know, it's coming from behind and she just ducks. Do you not agree? Like the madness of her going around the control and just baffling on about the stuff, and then yeah. he's looking around and was like, "It's very doctorish, like, isn't it?" it? Exactly. It was like a Doctor Who scene. I was like, "Oh my god, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dark Crystal mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Marmite movie. It yeah. is, but we would like to know what you thought of it. Yes, please don't bash it too much. <laughs> so we please do do back. write to us at show at staggering stories. Dot net. <laughs> <laughs> and in any day now, the Netflix. Yeah, the Netflix. 30th of this month. Okay. It'll be interesting to see how it compares, the, yeah. the, the filming of it, the pace. and. Yeah. I think it's a bit a lot quicker. Let's in the latest trailer and, oh, da, da, yeah. I think they've got a lot to work with. There's a lot of backstory Oh, there. God, yeah. 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 Let's to, see. to play with. Someone in the corner. Yeah. He's glaring at Steve. He's a head on a stick. He's glaring at you there. Head on a pike, head on a pike, boom, boom, boom. Head on a pike, head on a pike, boom, boom. Head on a pike, head on a pike, boom, boom. Head on a pike. He's looking at you now. Oh, God. <laughs> you better say hello to him. Hello, head on a pike. Hello, various menageries and Graham. Dangerous Churchill, Nazi Spock, Terence Hill. Oh, and Terence. Don't forget Terence. Shabon, the topless female garden gnome. Oh, Terence, hi! Terence, he's green. He is. 
He's a lovely dragon from Catherine. Yep. Queen dragon. <laughs> that was green giants. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Peace. but it sounded good. <laughs> right. After enduring the horror that was the Dark Crystal. We need You're not going to let that lie, are no, you? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> We went on to something much more palatable. Mm. We saw Doctor Who, the girl in the fireplace. Madame de Pompadour. Pause for music. Please see it like this one. <laughs> now, no following choices. on from the Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. I'd this like to, one... I'd like to point out both of these choices were made by Steve mm. last week. Dobbing this, you in it. This one... I quit. ...raised strong feelings as well. Yeah, okay. This one, I remember when we first saw this one, when we did the review of it, and I was very... Mm, well, the I podcast didn't exist back then. Didn't, we didn't start the podcast of the year we've after. We reviewed it, though. We think we've spoken I about think it. I think we've yeah. touched upon it, but not actually... Anyway, yeah. I was very... Mm, I don't know. But every time I watch this one, it gets better and better and better oh, really? and better. Okay. And it's... Easily one of my favourite ever. Yeah, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the acting is amazing. I love the story. Even Rose doesn't annoy me too much. <laughs> and the music it. is to die uh, for. Mm. Oh. I took the liberty of watching um, School Reunion yeah, just before I watched but Girl in the Fireplace. That's not what yeah. we told you to watch. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I thought I'd watch it as well. Okay. Context. Yeah. And um, they have the same theme of uh, the Doctor leaving people behind mm. with uh, School Reunion, sort of Sarah Jane Smith. She survives, though. Yeah, she does, yeah. Yeah, but it's all about the Doctor having to move on, you know, get new companions, to, mm. well, to relieve his ennui, basically. For a while, Rose annoyed me, and I think this was where it all started, with the jealousy. It's just... Jealousy. think she's quite right to be jealous here. No! I mean, if he'd gone off running off with a bloke, she wouldn't have been jealous. It's just... I just Probably it's just this, jacket. It's just this... <laughs> well, yeah. Just this, this borderline bitchy jealousy thing she had going on. I didn't like it. It was my I least favourite trait of the character. I, I don't think there's much of it in this one, but I think if there was any, it's justified because the doctor just dumps her. Yeah, she Literally, at one point, that. just leaves she her and Mickey. <laughs> Leaves her and Mickey yeah, three thousand years in the future yeah. mm-hmm. for five with and no a half hours. Mm-hmm. But they <laughs> would they would have they would have known that even if he had to come by the long path, and isn't that such a, isn't that the saddest phrase ever? <laughs> that he'd have got there eventually. So Maybe if you didn't five forget. and a half hours. What was that? Mm, I'd say with the exception of um oh, over there. Um, Amy. Amy, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really showing my years now. Would really. you like a cup of tea, dear? Gonna go home soon, okay? <laughs> this is and a, a biscuit. <laughs> this is a prototype Amy, in a way. Yeah. Well, that's it, because apart from Amy, sort of, she is the only character that he's known from a very early age, uh, since he was a child, yeah. yeah. So he's been able, yeah, sort of using all the fireplaces and the doors and the windows, he's been able to go back, yeah, sort of back to various yeah, points in her past. Or watch her grow up. Well, that's it, yeah. yeah. In a way, it's like the time traveller's wife, you know, sort of where he appears. Yeah. Yeah. We've that discussed wasn't... what was so wrong with that book. <laughs> well. that, that was apparently inspiration for this story. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, sense, for River yeah. Song in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another take on this thing. Yeah, so you see her as a young child, and for some reason she becomes a bit infatuated with the Doctor. Not Imaginary partic- friend. Not particularly good reasons, as compared to Amy, which I think was more so. Mm. And then, yeah, you see her through her life and then dead, like Amy. In a manner so, of speaking, yeah. yes. Mm. He made it back, but not, not in time. He, sort of, he sees her being carted away. That was unbelievably sad, mm. wasn't yeah. it? But and why didn't he just nip back in time? He's got a time because machine. Because he's already he's part, already of, the part events. of the events. Yeah. You know this. You know the <laughs> We reasons. don't know he didn't see her again before she died. <sighs> 
no, you can't. You can't travel with him. If you're going to go, you're you're living up to your namesake. You're an Adam. <laughs> the look of the robots was mm. phenomenally good well, this, with masks on. Uh, this reminds. I think it's another inspiration. Is uh, I think it's Louis the Fifteenth's court mm. had a clockwork chess player. Oh, oh the yes, Turk. Yes. The Turk. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's, it sort of dovetails it into that. It wasn't that really. Story. It, was it wasn't really. It was a miniature. Uh, um, it was a dwarf in a in a case sort of mm. operating it. But it's which still again comes back in the which one is it? The Clara Sideman one. Oh silver. yeah, silver uh, nightmare in silver. Nightmare yeah. in silver. But it's sort of linking in historically. Yeah. But I, you say with the masks on. I thought the look of them without the masks on was wonderful as well yeah the way they the, the the, it's very very yeah. steampunky oh, you know yeah. quite good but it wasn't scary when when they had the mask on with that grin oh yeah that was that scary was, yes, but, that yeah. was properly unsettling but with, when yeah. they did the clockwork it was just it just looked so good mm. though but it didn't look threatening at mm. that point but maybe it doesn't matter yeah. but, but we first... saw um the jackie tyler coming out in oh, rose yeah. <laughs> when she's um threatening when her and mickey have been captured and she's basically <laughs> talking for her life yeah. you know what they call him you know what they call him they call him Oh, look what the cat's dragging is the oncoming storm. <laughs> Very Jackie. I do love that ten when he comes in, all pretending he's drunk and everything, and suddenly he's yeah. like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Was it he invented the banana daiquiri 200 yeah, years too early? <laughs> I know the, the computer had gone kaput, yeah. but the logic behind it is was the only thing I had a problem with. I, I can parts. understand them using body parts, because right. it's not in their programming that you can't, so, yeah, you know, that's yeah, yeah. fair dues. But just because the ship's named after her, why did they think she... It's a lot of effort to go to, isn't it? It it really is. Time portals just to get... Well, like like the Doctor said, you know, so much power going through it, they could have Mm -hmm. blasted themselves back to their their, um, repair yard. Yeah. Yeah, but it would have taken anybody. They could snatch people from all over time. Yeah, but they've clearly gone loopy. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's a logic crash, a logic gate. They've they're searching for things. She controls Madame de Pompadour, so obviously the brain is yeah. perfect for controlling. Yeah, that's the only problem I had with it. My thoughts, um, slightly controversial here. It's not one of my favourites, but it is not a bad. It's it's just mediocre for my mind. Yeah, there is I agree. some glorious dialogue in it mm. what is a horse doing on a spaceship mm, get a grip Mickey what's medieval France doing on a spaceship yeah, <laughs> yeah the horse thing was just a bit weird yeah and you're, you're not Arthur. keeping Arthur. the horse Arthur. I let you keep Mickey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Arthur I take it Arthur shows up was Arthur the horse Arthur was the... the horse he called him Arthur yeah no but yeah. was Arthur the horse when he married Elizabeth the first don't know I think he might have been yeah, yeah. because it the Zygon had to have a white been. horse yeah. to become a white horse yeah, so Many years later, though. I don't know yeah. where... Yeah, so we don't know many started. years later, but we you don't know. know what happened to Arthur. Perhaps there is a meadow on the TARDIS. Well, there probably Maybe. is a meadow with hay yeah. and apples. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has a motorbike in there somewhere, so yeah. why not have a horse? Yeah. 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 I loved the um, who's the alpha dog between the Doctor and the King of France. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my lover, the King of France. Yeah, I'm the Lord of Time. <laughs> and even at the end, when the guy's clearly grieving, he just couldn't bring himself to be there is, pleasant to him. There is one point 
point that I love about the uh, DVD box set of this. Right. It has the letter reprinted in full on the DVD box set that okay, I've got. the French version. The fr- uh, French version with tear stains on it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Don't laugh, you heartless bastard. <laughs> My biggest problem with this one is always just can't quite buy the doctor falling for her quite so quickly and easily. Yeah, they, now, that, that is my problem with it. That yeah. is my problem with it. It's back to one of my bugbears. He does it because the plot needs him to yeah. do it. I don't know, though, because he did seem... He went all fanboyish when he found out that her surname was Poisson. Mm. So perhaps she's one of the people he admired because she was an amazing woman. So yeah. Maybe. yeah. Perhaps no, not- he just geeked, he just fanboyed out over her and... Yeah. yeah. What was this yeah. name? Was it not Poisson? Madame de Pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> Poisson. Poisson. That's fish. Fish, yeah. yeah. So was Michael Fish. Yeah. He, Michael Fish is a descendant of Madame <laughs> de Pompadour. <laughs> People have complained that a lot are said about how smart she is. You don't see that. In a she, way you so do. She figures the, out the what telepathic. Rose very, very badly was trying to tell her what was going on and yeah. she figured that out quite quickly. Uh, and she The sharp mind, the, she, she switched the, the thing telepathy. back on the doctor for the te- telepathic communication. Oh, that, that scene. That was, yes. I like that scene. That was a good that scene, was, wasn't it? I don't know. Willpower may be more than intelligence. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. Yeah, the, the mm. two are connected. Yeah. I don't know. But there again, it's only 45 minutes long. That, so. Yeah, this is maybe the biggest and problem with it. Jump so many years in between. If it's a two-parter, mm. might have been able to buy the fact Doctor had fallen for her so hard and all these things would have resolved perhaps if more time was given to it. Or perhaps he just hadn't had it in a while and just really <laughs> fancied her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Sorry, that was a bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's a bit prototypical in that in Listen, we have a thing under the bed. Yes. Mm. This is where it started. Ooh, the thing under the bed, robot. the clockwork yeah. robot mm, under the yeah. bed. So again, a lot of these ideas Moffat takes and expands upon Recycles. Yeah. I, I did like the yeah. whole break the clock because everyone would realise there were two things ticking. But, yeah, exactly. You know, one thing ticking. You just don't realise the clock's broken. Ticking in time, it'd be okay, wouldn't it? You'd still, there'd still be a, an echo. You'd hear like the two. Noisier yeah. ticking. <laughs> I feel an experiment coming on. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's and, start tick. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure about the Scooby-Doo style revolving fireplace. I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was rather Weird. good. <laughs> But is, is that any worse than lifting the tapestry and suddenly there's a there's Pretty a vortex? Because mm. right at the end, Mickey one, and Rose lifted the, oh, the okay, tapestry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the no, things no, like she, the when tapestry. she ran you through. Buy that more because we've got a revolving fireplace. You need the mechanism for it to revolve. So you've got the spinny bit on the bottom, well, which you see she... on their side. You don't mm. see it on the side of France. The flooring's done to oh yeah. i don't know <laughs> and also you can just peer through at any yeah, but point when there's, fire, there's another room back there where's oh. i go to there's not that room doesn't belong there <laughs> why do people notice this it depends how and when the portals were connected mm. yeah not always yeah. connected not always, always connected so. and besides when she had it um removed brick by brick it was disconnected yeah. So it wouldn't mm. have been Loose there. connection. Mm. Yeah, besides, the windows were one way only. So yeah, the time travel aspect of it. Sorry, um, okay. obviously, time travel goes forward and whatever in, a, in her timeline, but for the, on a spaceship, it doesn't as such. So sometimes she's ahead of the Doctor and her timeline and her story. Um, but then when the Doctor goes through, time doesn't move, and it's he's just automatically in there with her. It was because that's where the portals were created, were projected from. 
because all of her life was on that ship. It wasn't one portal, then another portal. It was all playing at the same time. Okay. One thing that I was less than impressed with, because they filmed it in a wonderful hall, but yes. they couldn't have the horse no, in the they hall. couldn't have the horse. And I thought the effect of him jumping through the mirror on the horse was bloody yeah. awful. I don't know about awful, but it certainly didn't it's, look it's quite right. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, the shots, all the shots of him on the horse in that hall. Uh, there was something wrong with his face yeah. for a start. Mm. Either CGI'd or yeah. trickery-pokery. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He did really jump the horse, I think. So he it, did jump the horse, yeah. but, but not, not in the room, not, not through in a mirror room, no. into that room. And a lot yeah. of the time, you don't see the horse; you see him on oh, exactly. Up high. So they they yeah. did it when they were running for Stonehenge, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back of a car, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my favourite Moffat story by a long shot. Mm. My least favourite of the RTD era Moffat stories, certainly. Right. I don't know how it ranks overall. Yeah. With all the Moffat era Moffat stories, like I said, it's a it's a watchable movie. Um, movie. It's a watchable episode i've got no complaints against it it's just not one of my favorites that's all Mm. i I adore it the more i see it the more i adore it the dialogue is wonderful i can't remember the name of the actor who plays renette but she was fantastic that was it she was fantastic and the music was brilliant (laughs) yeah i just i just love the look of the thing Mm. crumbly did you like it? Yes, I did. The whole appearance of the episode was very sumptuous, sort of mm. in the French court. Yeah. By contrast, the spaceship was very austere, sort of very it was lots of corridors, basically. It was clearly a working spaceship, oh, wasn't it? Great. It wasn't yeah. a luxury anything. Yeah. Oh, it's probably a, you know, a, a freight, freighter or something like that. They've yeah. completely torn the thing to pieces for parts. Mm. If I remember yeah, right, body parts. Yeah. If I remember rightly, the t- exterior of the spacecraft was designed to look like a key. Mm. Yeah, did that work? Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, two yeah. revolving, oh, revolving sections, yeah. rotating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, we'd like to know what you thought <laughs> about the girl in the fireplace. <laughs> Guess what we're going to ask you to do now? <laughs> you can write to us via show at staggeringstories dot net. He won the Hugo, by the way. Oh, the girl in the fireplace did. He did win the Hugo. Thoroughly so, deserved. She's well regarded. I'm a talk about that. Well. Gay Return and Sophia Miles were dating at the time. They were. During, I think they probably still were when they did the commentary. Yeah. They did an Envision commentary. Oh. Yeah. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Oh. Quite a short one. Thank <laughs> God. Very, very short. It's about 45 minutes almost an episode of But never fear. In the next one, there'll be more of the same. Hey. Oh, God. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who all and new. So until that... S for short. <laughs> Sumptuous. Sausage. Seductively. Scintillating. Seropodipitous. Sunshine. <laughs> Uh, serendipitous Sexy Seven Sensual Scrumptious Come soldiering Sexily Spurtingly <laughs> Saunteringly <laughs> This is me, Crumbly, saying Be seeing you Farewell Goodbye Goodbye <laughs> 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 You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 322, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith, and Stephen! The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. I know a song that'll get on your nerves. Get, get on, on your nerves. nerves get, get on your nerves. nerves. I know a song that'll get on your nerves. Get on your nerves. Oh yeah, second verse, verse. same as the first. I know a song that'll get on your nerves. <laughs>
We're stuck, we're, stuck we're, stuck we're, stuck we're stuck in a chronic hysteresis. 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 Life, the universe, everything. <laughs> Should we do Dark Crystal first? If you like. <laughs> <laughs> have you got much to say then? Oh, I have opinions. Oh, oh, she oh, has okay. something to say. Mm. Whether it is much, I don't know. But she no, has. I, I, I think I can sum it up concisely in a paragraph. <laughs> okay. well, this should be interesting. Gay Return and Sophia Miles were dating at the time. They were. During, I think oh, they probably still were when they did the commentary. Yeah. They did an mm. Envision commentary. Oh. Yeah. That didn't end well. I don't know quite how. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question you can ask at Hooverville. I really wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go, but even you ask it, I'm going to be standing away, away from you. Yeah. When is Hooverville? The uh, Saturday after next, is it? Yep. Mm. So it's not the bank holiday Saturday, it's Saturday after that. It's probably tickets available, but we're going up on the Friday. Mm. We've got the hotel, but you're welcome to join us if you want to. Get a room, as it were. Get a get a room. So the thirty first. Oh. Yeah, thirty first August. Yeah. Do they have supermarkets on the other way? Oh yes, <laughs> they have cars. Really? Yeah, they even have. I've been practicing points. my horse riding. Ah, <laughs> hmm? oh, damn. I'll take a few gluten-free things along just in case. I don't know yeah. what their gluten-free selection is going to be like. You make it sound like the Isle of Wight's 20 years behind the time. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> you have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 322, featuring Adam Pe- J. Ah, oh, knob started. <laughs> I'm forgetting what your name is. Scene 1, take 2, action. Beep. Don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No coffee, coffee right? Coffee right? No coffee right? What the hell is that? It's the milky substitute you put in your coffee. That's coffee mate. (laughs) (laughs) www.staggeringstories.net. We have an announcement. Oh, yeah. Let there be much jubilation. For Tim's take on has reached the giddy heights. The giddy? staggering heights. <laughs> the, I'm going to do that again because I nutted the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> has reached the giddy heights. Staggering heights. Of 500, 500. broadcasts. Oh, blimey. Congratulations, yeah, Stevie. Wow. No, congratulations, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> We're really rubbish at this. (laughs) On the ball, finger on the pulse, that's it.